have said it before and I will say it again and again and again and again and again because it's so important. Classroom management can either make or break your career as a teacher. It is one of the differences between being a miserable teacher and a truly joyful teacher who has the greatest impact on their students. Hey friend, you have tuned in to episode number 33 of the Primary Teacher Friends podcast. I dedicate one episode per month to this idea of classroom management because I love you. I want you to stay in your classroom and to continue your journey as an educator. And I know this topic is essential for that. Today, I am bringing three clever ways to utilize sound to up your classroom management game. Sounds can be so effective in helping you to run a smooth classroom and to keep your students engaged. I have used these strategies for years and I could not teach a day without them. So if you could use some new classroom management advice and tips, stick around for this one. Are you ready? are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first, or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker, and you're among friends here. And now, your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Well, hey there, sweet teacher. I am so, so excited about this episode. I am a geek about classroom management. It just happens to be one of those areas that really feed my passion and that has a direct impact on my joy as a teacher. When I look back to years past and see how unhappy I was due to the fact that I could not manage my classroom effectively, I'm really grateful for the place I am in today, and that is why I like to share this knowledge with you. I think it can improve your joy in the classroom. And since we're talking all about joy, I wanted to start off this episode by letting you know that I am working on a huge project, a huge project professional development and training for teachers just like you who really want to be joyful and maintain and sustain what you're doing and that is impacting children. Our job is so difficult and we really have to work on being joyful at it which is exactly why I'm creating something called the Joyful Teacher Academy. I mentioned this in an earlier episode, and I have a sign-up for those of you who are interested in being the first to know about its release. So if that sounds like something that is up your alley, then follow the link down in the show notes to sign up for those updates. 
This is a huge undertaking, but it is my heart's calling to help teachers be more joyful in what they do because I love children. Children really deserve a joyful educator who guides their learning and impacts their life. That's you, teacher. One of the areas that directly impacts your joy is classroom management. We always need classroom management advice and ideas in our teacher toolbox. You can never have enough of them. And although I consider myself pretty talented in this area, I never close my ears to new ideas. I am constantly working to improve and that is what I recommend you do as well. So today's episode is aimed at helping you look at sound. Well, you can't actually look at sound, but to see sound as a classroom management tool. When using the term sound, I mean sound effects, music and cues, things like that, that you can use in your classroom to achieve a certain goal. Before we get to three clever ways to utilize sound, I want to bring in this idea of student engagement. Classroom management and student engagement are very connected. If you're not sure exactly what student engagement is, here is a definition given by the Glossary of Education reform. Student engagement refers to the degree of attention, curiosity, interest, optimism, and passion that students show when they are learning or being taught. So how is that related to classroom management? Well, students who are engaged in the process of your day and in your learning activities are easier to manage. Back in episode number 29, I talked all about pacing and how pacing can help us keep our students engaged and therefore help us better manage our student behaviors. In the same way, utilizing sounds in clever ways can also engage your learners and therefore make a more smoothly running classroom that's easier to manage. So I just wanted to tell you that those two things are connected and you may hear either of the terms during these clever tools today. So let's talk about sound. Sounds engage our students. Sounds pull in our little learners and put that auditory side of things to work, their little ears. Not to mention that a certain percentage of our learners have the auditory learning style. They learn best by hearing. So sounds also support their needs for auditory opportunities to learn. And of course, sounds can be very, very fun and enjoyable depending on your choice of sounds. So it engages their attention for our auditory learners. It helps them learn best and it engages them through fun and silliness. So I am encouraging you today to see this seemingly simple tool as something you can really hack and bring some benefits to your classroom management game. Think of sounds as another tool in your toolbox and figure out just how you can use them 
them to get some great results from your students. And of course, I have to give you some ways that I do just that in case you need some ideas. So today I'm going to give you three clever ways to utilize sounds for classroom management benefits. Let's get started with clever way number one, and that is to use sounds as an auditory cue. I love to cue students in the classroom in different ways to show them that it is time for them to do something without actually having to tell them to do it. Don't you hate giving directions and especially giving them over and over and over? Well, cues can help you eliminate a lot of that in your daily routine. I use different kinds of cues, whether visual or auditory, and I use them for things like transitioning, cleaning up, or completing a certain task. When thinking about auditory cues, these are the sounds. These are songs and timers, bells and chimes, all of those things that make a sound and cue that auditory sense to my students that right now it's time to do something else. So if you're not using this tool, you'll be surprised how easily it works and how well it works to activate your students and to get them doing whatever it is you need them to do. They make your day run more smoothly. As I said, we don't have to repeat the directions over and over and over. Last year, I was in kindergarten and one of the auditory cues that I used was a timer set on my phone for 8.15 a.m. This was a daily timer that I only set one time and it chimed every morning to cue my students that it was time to clean up their morning work and walk over to the carpet and sit crisscross applesauce. Instead of saying every morning, okay, boys and girls, it's time to clean up. Let's do our morning meeting. Come over to the carpet. Come on, little Jimmy, put that away. It was actually a little race that we had, and it really engaged students because they wanted to get over to the carpet before the music stopped. Now, the song was I'm Happy, you know that one, by Pharrell Williams, and it not only cued my students to clean up and get to the carpet and worked very effectively, but it also just lightened the mood for the day. It was a great way to accomplish a goal and yet still get some happy, fun feelings for the students and for me to get us through our day. So that is one way that I utilize sound for transitions and cues. You could also do something as simple as ringing a bell to accomplish a certain goal. For example, there are times in the classroom when students are doing independent work and I need them to stop very quickly, very abruptly. And my goal is to get them to put their eyes on me and to stop whatever they're doing. So when I ring my bell, that is a specific cue to students to put whatever is in their hands down put on their ready signal and find me with their eyes. 
I also make a little competition out of this. Who does it the most quickly? And that bell is a perfect cue. It works every time religiously. If you practice and reinforce it, of course. So there is another auditory cue that maybe you can steal. Just think about when you need a desired result from your students and find a way to utilize sound in that instance. Definitely, most certainly, when you're teaching this procedure, do it over and over and over until they master this routine. Having these cues throughout your day will help your daily schedule flow so beautifully. This really goes back to that pacing I talked about back in episode 29. So if you want to learn more about pacing and how it really helps your classroom management, I definitely recommend going back there to check that out. So clever way number one was to utilize sounds as a cue for your students. And now let's get on to clever way number two to utilize sound for classroom management. And that is to use sounds to help your students focus on their work. If you've never tried this, it's really, really magical. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to get a great result from it. I love, love, love to use quiet music in the background to help my students focus on an independent task at hand. For example, during writing time, when I need my students to stay very, very quiet and to really focus, I will turn on some music with no words, only instrumental, and I will turn it down as low as I can, yet still be able to hear it. And it really encourages students to stay quiet and to focus and work on the task at hand. I tell my students that if you're talking during this time, you won't be able to hear the music. And it works like a charm because students naturally love music. They love to listen to music. And I try to find music that fits whatever mood it is I need them to be in to complete the activity. So if I really want them to focus and to be thinking and using their best brain power, I will choose something that is very calm and quiet. If they're working on an activity, that is lower level thinking and that I truly just want them to get done in a quick manner, then I'll use something a little more upbeat and fast paced. So again, I really, really encourage them to stay quiet so that they can hear it. If they don't, I just turn it off and they truly learn over time that it's best for them to stay quiet so they can enjoy this auditory moment. So really think about your day and some times that you can utilize this tool to really help your students stay focused. I've noticed after prolonged use of this tool that it helps build the stamina my students have for working. They can work quieter and work longer because of that music, but it just takes practice. So don't get discouraged if you use this for the first time and you think, well, that didn't work for long. It 
takes practice and more and more exposure to really get your students to the optimal level of staying focused during that time. So I definitely recommend trying clever way number two, and that is to use sound to help your students focus, specifically quiet music. Clever way number three to utilize sound is to use that sound as a student reward. Sometimes when we think about rewards, we're really caught up on things like treasure boxes and stickers and prizes, but truly Anything that is enjoyable for students can be utilized as a reward. And sounds are definitely one of those things that I love to hack and use as a student reward to really encourage positive behaviors in a well-managed classroom. So how in the world can you use sound as a reward? I'm going to give you several examples right now that maybe you can steal, but you can also think of your own ways to use sound as a reward. So keep your mind and thoughts open. One thing I've used in the past and I really, really love is a simple sound machine. Sound machines are these little gadgets that you can carry around your classroom that make different, mostly silly, sounds. I am going to link one of those down in the show notes. This is an affiliate link, and it's only because I have used this specific sound machine, and I really enjoyed it. So if you're looking to get one, you can check out the one that I shared down below. The way that I use sound machines is I carry it around with me, and when I notice a positive behavior, I allow the student to push the button to make the sound. They really love being the person that gets to produce the sound that all their friends get to hear. I have even carried this down the hallway with me before to encourage students to be quiet when going to the restroom or to the lunchroom, and it works like a charm. My language may sound something like this. Boys and girls, look how quietly little Jimmy is walking. He has his hips and lips on and he is just sneaky as a mouse. I am going to let him push the sound machine as soon as we make it down to the lunchroom. As you can see, this really helps encourage those positive behaviors. Everyone is going to do what Jimmy is doing because they want to push the sound machine button as well. Another example of using sound as a reward is actually built into some resources that I have to offer. If you have ever used WordWorks Daily, my phonological awareness routine, then you know each skill is followed up by a short burst of sound and music that students absolutely love. So just as an example for those of you who do not know about WordWorks, there are nine skills included in the first grade version. So when students complete one of those skills, for example, middle sounds where they have to identify the vowel and decide if it's long or short, there's a little button you can push that goes to the cheer page. The cheer page has about 10 to 15 seconds of loud music that students can hear. They love it. My students are allowed to dance in their seats 
or wherever they're sitting. But most students just love to sit and hear what it is. The more you use WordWorks, you'll notice that your students are really engaged to complete each activity because they want to get to that sound page, that quick cheer or brain break page, whatever you want to call it. But I really worked hard to choose sounds that were engaging to students because I wanted my students to be engaged with the content and to feel as if that was a reward. And it works perfectly. I also have that same kind of sound reward in other products like Daily Write It, a daily sentence writing routine, and my newest creation, Fast Phonics. At the very end of that routine, they get to choose a movement to do along with some music that is race car themed and they love it. As you can tell, I really believe that sound can be effective as a reward to our students. The last reward I want to mention is a free one that you can find over at teachertony.com forward slash virtual rewards. It is a silly sound library. It is actually a PowerPoint presentation that you can pull up on your screen share if you're virtual or on your smart board or projector if you are in person. And when you click on one of the numbers, it takes you to a page that makes a silly sound. Now, when I say silly, I mean crazy sounds like farting, excuse my language, burping, all of those things that our primary students just love to hear for some strange reason. And teachers have gone crazy for the silly sound library. You'll find some other rewards in that bundle as well, but let me tell you about this one teacher who sent me an adorable video of her students laughing at one of those silly sounds. The little boy who chose the sound was absolutely elated, and you could hear all of his friends laughing, and it absolutely just made my day to see that being utilized in the classroom as a reward. It works so, so well and really just proved to me that sound is very effective in reaching this goal. So whether you use a sound machine or find that silly sound library or use a resource of mine that has that embedded within the routine, definitely find some ways to utilize sound as a reward. You'll love it. Your students will love it. Remember, sound has so many benefits to engage your students. You cannot go wrong with using sound to up your classroom management game. And just for being a great listener, here is a silly sound just for you, teacher. That wraps up this episode all about classroom management and utilizing sounds. Just a recap, clever way number one is to use sounds as a cue to students. Number two is to use sound to help your students 
focus on learning and tasks at hand. And number three is to utilize sounds as a reward. Remember to use your language and your hype here to really, really encourage students to give you those positive behaviors that will give them a sound they love to listen to. If this is the kind of content that you enjoy, you will love Joyful Teacher Academy. You are just the kind of student I need over there to learn how to be more joyful in the classroom to have your ultimate impact on your students. If that perked up your ears just a little bit extra, be sure to follow the link down in the show notes to sign up to be one of the first to hear about its release. It is a big project that has so much passion and heart in it. I cannot wait to share it with you. If you are a Facebook user, I know you are perfect material for our primary teacher friends Facebook group. You are one of those teachers who is constantly improving and I know you are listening today because you want to be the best teacher you can be and that is the kind of community I am building there. So be sure to send a request as soon as you can. With that teacher, I'm going to leave. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend. (laughs) 